This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey, my cat-loving friends, welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am so geeked up. We have one of my favorite human beings today. She is an actress. I had to write this down. She's an actress and a comedian and a singer and an author and a designer. And she uses her starlight and her celebrity to shine and bring attention to things that need attention to. And of course, she's a pet lover. So we have to listen to a word from our sponsored ad. And then as soon as we get back, we will introduce you to Margaret. We'll be right back. Here is an alarming statistic. More than two-thirds of dogs and cats have oral health disease by the age of three. And one of the indicators is bad breath. Do your pets have a healthy mouth? Do you cringe when it's time for a kiss or a snuggle? Let's get to the cause. Harmful bacteria in their mouth. And bad breath is just the start. The bad bacteria cause tartar and oral disease, which can lead to serious overall health problems. It's critical to make sure your pet's oral health is the best it can be, as good dental health is key to optimizing their overall health. Now, good news. It's easy and affordable to improve their oral health with ProBiora Pet. Just one scoop of this dental care probiotic mixed into their food daily floods the mouth with positive bacteria, which crowds out the bad. This means better oral health and fresher breath. Probiora Pet is an all-natural dental care probiotic. It's odor and taste-free, so your pets will still enjoy their chow. We want to keep your pets healthy. During National Pet Oral Health Month, our listeners can save 10%. Go to probiorapet.com and use PLR10 at checkout. That's probiorapet.com. Use PLR10 at checkout to save 10%. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am your co-host, Linda Hall, here with my BFF, Rita Reimers. How are you, Rita? I'm here, and I am also geeked out. I'm so excited. Let's just... What what else does Margaret do? I mean, what doesn't she do, she right? She does everything. And what What's... I like the best, you know, you and I have had many experiences with celebrities. It takes yeah. a lot to make us fangirl. It does. But not it only does. is she multi-talented and a what quintuple threat here, but like I said, she uses her star power to shine, to promote talk for to her. body image and racial equality and LGBTQ. And what else, Margaret? What else are you doing these days? Building houses? <laughs> I like to listen to your show. And then usually when um, you do the break, it's Molly Zeus. Yes. <laughs> it's that ad. It's always the, um, the treat tray, beautiful wrought iron treat tray. But I, uh, you know, but I'm just here to service the cats and the dog. The dog. Linda also has a chihuahua. I have a chihuahua. Yes. Mine is much older and she's getting a little chunky, but you know. We all hit that age. So, you know, we don't body shame here. But uh, yeah, she could be a younger version of my Sadie. This is Lucia Caterina. She's just turned three. And she loves to be a cat lady, too. She's (laughs) like a very weird. Basically, you know, I feel like I'm like both of you. I have cat litter permanently embedded in my feet. Yes. Hello. Yes. Yes. You know, 
do you wipe them off before you get into bed? Like you sit on the edge of the bed and you wipe them off that. and then you put your feet in. This is my nightly routine. Sometimes, but then usually like the cats always like track litter into the bed too. So the, the, the bed is always full of cat litter, which I don't really care. I just like brush it off. It's not a big deal right. to me, right? but it's fine. Yeah. No. Right. And it's, it's totally fine. I mean, I love everything about them and Aww. you know, it doesn't matter, but it's funny because I used to get really like anxious because I have hardwood floors and I was like anxious about stuff on the floor. But now with all these with three cats, you can't can't do anything. So it doesn't matter. No, right. have somebody right, put eight. the old coating. Oh, here comes Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. Eight. <gasps> oh, oh my god. It the makes eyes. an appearance on everything we we tape. If every, the camera is on, Dexter again. shows up. He dear desperately wants to move to LA and become a spokes cat for someone. But well, uh, I, I lived in LA. I'm not going back. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice place to visit, but I can't afford and would die That's driving in the traffic <laughs> to live there. So but there's I lots do, of I cats. I mean, what is so fun is now I have cats that all the cats seem to want to come over. Like all the community cats want to come to my house right? because there's a bunch of bird feeders outside. Because ah. I'm into like feeding the birds, the wild birds that come through. So there's so many birds that all the cats want to come over. And so, I mean, my cats have a catio. So there's hummingbirds in the back so they can watch them. I love it. And then sort of like wild songbirds in the front to so watch them. And all the community cats come in and they want to like sit in the yard and watch all the, all the birds. I think I it's just saw one of your cats jump in the window. Yes. I see the reflection. Yeah. yeah. There's, let's see if I can see. It's so, paradise. Can see oh, look. And you got That's a cat right there. Yeah. They're like the suction cup to the um, every window. But there's also UV yeah. screening. Uh-huh. on the window because these are uh, hairless cats. So they're Sphinx cats. Right. So they can't really have any kind of sunscreen. So I, I, and I get worried. So I put UV screening on the windows and I nice. put um, kind of a big UV screen outside on their catio because they love to sunbathe. Of mm. course. Yes. You're such a good cat mom. We always saw in our behavior are. sessions like put cat trees by the window. If you can put a bird feeder up, you know, we don't need to tell you anything. You got it. Well, then I put cat like cat TV on like YouTube has all those like long cat videos. Yes. And so they'll watch that and they'll really charge at the cats on the TV, but not outside. Yeah. Even like the hummingbird feeder, the hummingbirds maybe three inches from their little cat face, but they don't charge at them or right. in the windows, but on TV, they'll like jump almost <laughs> right into the TV. I they hate to do screening. that. Yeah, I'm fine if I do relax my cat because it's all birds and fish. Yeah. But uh-huh. I tried another one one day and there was like, I don't know, groundhog or something. And a cat went flying through the air. <laughs> yes, the they really like <laughs> the squirrels. They they really jumped the TV. And so in front of my TV, I want to I do want to I, I want to show off these like, show. Cat things. What a beautiful home. I know. I love the woodwork. Gorgeous. And I, I love our it's fun. So, so they have their little cat pagoda Look there, love and another tree, and they they have these little peaches and the garlic. Yeah. So they fight over that. They like I that a it. lot. And then this, oh yeah, the little like cat. That's Uju's space. He really likes to like lay in there. It's like very seventies, and they're like cat toy. So this is the TV, and so they have like a little cat like. They have a cat is like sushi bar izakaya and then like a Chinese castle and then right. a Mount Fuji. And then they'll stand on these and jump up to the TV and try <laughs> to go in there. <laughs> How many kitties it. do you have, Margaret? I knew you had this two sphinx, but then I saw this other one on your Facebook. Yes, that's Uju. He's a lie koi. 
So they're like this kind of a new breed. They're the werewolf cats. Oh, okay. I, I don't know anything about this. Tell me why. Why a werewolf? I sent you a photo, Linda. Look on your phone. They're sort of like a half. They lose half of their hair sometimes. Sometimes they can be completely hairless. Uh-huh. And uh, they were discovered by these veterinarians. They occur naturally in colonies of feral cats. Every several thousand, there is one Lycoid. So it's a naturally okay. kind of occurring Phenomenal. kind of aberration. Yeah. But they're really special. So he's the only boy in the house. Ah. His name is Uju. And he is really a fancy boy. And he kind of ignores me all day. He's kind of an <laughs> F boy. Yeah. Because right. he ignores me all day. And then at night, almost on the dot at midnight, he comes into bed and then he lays on me yeah. all night. Oh, he just and wants stares you from into bed. my face <laughs> all night, stares into my he face and then sleeps with his his face on my cheek and on my oh. neck all night. And then when as soon as we wake up, he's gone and ignores me all day. You're right. He just wants to get in your bed. That's all he wants. He's just, he's, that's all he cares about. <laughs> it's like, if I could get a text from him, it would be what you do. W-Y-D <laughs> one in the morning, every night. But it's very, it's interesting, but they get along very well. But yesterday okay. I, I got, these, uh, they get along so well. Good. But then yesterday I got catnip beds. So there are beds that are like, I think there's catnip. I don't know. In them, are they impregnated with some sort of catnip? They were new. Right. And I pulled them out and there was a fight. Wow. There was actually an argument and Sarang popped Uju with both her paws like on the head, like like that. And they were like fighting over. It. So I actually had to put them away because and they kind of didn't come down off the fight for maybe half an hour. Mm -hmm. So it was like resource guarding because I really tried to like yes. not give them catnip too much because they're all really affected by catnip. So I don't yes. want them to get too used to it. Yeah, that's, that's but, my next article in Catster about resource guarding. Yeah, but they yeah. they fought over these beds. And so I put them away. I mean, do you recommend that like to put yes. away catnip? Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah. you know, unless you have enough for everybody. I ordered a toy. I was getting something from the two crazy cat ladies and I, oh, let's throw a toy. You know, it's like when you're going no, to the checkout and you throw vine. in that candy bar and stuff and it had silver vine in it. None of my cats had ever seen silver vine. It's stronger than catnip. And Ooh. all of a sudden somebody comes flying in and is ready for war. Like that's my drugs. You know, I, <laughs> we had to have the drug talk. Yeah, fried egg. Fried talk. egg. This is your. <laughs> I learned it from catnip. you. Yeah. This is your. This is your brain on catnip. This is your brain on silver mine. This is your brain on Matarabi. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. A hundred percent. I have to put those away. And I have to have eighteen of them. If you cannot oh. use responsibly, you can't use. Mm -hmm. How do you keep the eighteen cats from like arguing over the catnip? You just give it to them all at once. There's some of them that don't like it, but I used to get the cat lady box and there's always two toys in there. So I save them up. And when I have about eight of them, I throw them all out. And then the <laughs> cats that like the catnip will go and they'll share. They'll fight mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, not, not bad. My, my 18 are used to, I don't take it anymore. I'm done. 20 is my max, but they're used to other cats coming in and out. So they don't even get upset when a new cat comes in anymore. They don't care. Oh, I don't put it out unless there's enough for all of them, right? Like you wouldn't come home to your three children and go, look, I bought you one toy. You know, yeah. that's going to lead to a fight, honey. So, you know, I've done the human and the fur children and there are a lot of similarities. Let me tell you. Don't so you I have uh, five? I have 11 cats. Oh, you have 11. That's because you're a daughter's cats, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. That's right. Well, you know, you okay. I, I have to tell yeah. you. So we wrote in, you know, and your PR person wrote back and said, Margaret loves your show. And I was like, 
He's just saying that. Shut up. You really do listen to us. I do. I really listen. And I really, I love it because I think it's important because people have so many misconceptions about what cats are about and what they They like and, you know, how much they really need us. Mm -hmm. I think I really didn't understand because I've been rescuing dogs for about 30 years. I know everything there is to know about dogs, but these are my first cats I've ever had. And I always heard, heard, oh, You can get one cat. You can leave it forever. You don't need to work. And I was like, that's not true at all. They really need you. Yeah. What what got you started on on cats, Margaret? Well, I was very interested. I've always loved cats, but I was always traveling. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, you know, I don't know. And then the pandemic happened. And then I heard about these two cats. And one of them is deaf. And the other one, so it's from a breeder. So the breeder and I made a deal. So I rescued the deaf one. But then I had to purchase her sister, uh-huh. who is like Which her, is you know, it's, she's so it's not really a rescue, but it is sort of a soft rescue situation. Yeah, no, I, was like, I was kind of like, oh, you know, because I wanted to rescue cats. But then this sort of came up and I thought, well, I'll deal with this. And I never had cats before. So I thought, well, the hearing cat will help me with the deaf cat. And the deaf cat, her name is Sacre-Cœur. Sacre-Cœur Saudade. So her name means a sacred heart of the unnameable beauty of longing. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but I never say her That's name fancy. because it's she's deaf, so she can't hear it. But her sister's name That's is Sarang point. John Child. So Sarang is love in Korean. Aww. So love is really like her caretaker because Sakakar will just jump off anything. She's so brave. Mm-hmm. She's never really known fear. Mm-hmm. She's just not like a cat. She's right. not. Yeah. Just doesn't hear. So she doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarang keeps her in line. So they've helped me a lot together. And then nice. With, since we're all girls, we thought we needed a boy. And so Uju came into the picture. So now King there's, of the there's four of us. Yeah. When did you add Uju to the household? And how did that go with the dog? Uju came in August. And actually, the dog has been really... Lucia is very patient because Lucia gets to go out with me. So yeah. we leave yeah. the house together and come back together. So there's something about that, that Lucia has a kind of confidence that yes. well, I get to go in the car. So... <laughs> yeah, I've got my special place with mom. Right. I'm not worried you know, about you. I'm fine because I get to go in the car. And also in the backyard, Lucia has a run of the backyard where the cats only go in the catio. Yeah, yeah. So there's a kind of, I don't know, she walks around with a little bit more like space in her heart for like, you know, the cats. And then the cats love their catio. They don't even go in the other door that leads to just the direct backyard. Mm-hmm. They're not door dashers, which is good. Wonderful. Door, like we don't go out there. We only go in this part where it's clean and, you know, up to our standards. You know, it's a mid-century catio. It spans half of my yard and it makes me feel very safe. I don't let them go out there by themselves. I'm always out in the yard with them just good. in case because yeah. you never know. I know. But the community cats seem to want to come in, too, because sometimes I've like been cleaning their litter box and it's out in the yard and there'll be like a, a poo in there. <laughs> and I'm like, who did this? It's, it wasn't me. This is not right. <laughs> well, there's a lot sure? of coyotes in L.A., too. Right. So be careful about that. I know I lived there for 10 years and one of my cats got out by accident one day. It was smoky and I was just paranoid. I had to get him in as fast as possible. It's so scary because there's cats out here. Like, I don't know why. Like, I have a lot. There's a lot of community cats, but they seem to be okay. Even though there's coyotes, there's bears that you can see sometimes on like oh the my next gosh. door thing. Whoa. Especially during the drought, a lot of the animals come down from the mountains, from the Angeles National Forest looking for water and food. Yeah. 
So, you know, there's also birds of prey. So I have a hawk nest yes. above the catios just in case too. Yeah. It's, it's expensive, but it's worth it because they're my precious children. Exactly. Oh. Yes, without a doubt. And if we're going to take them on, we owe it to them <laughs> to give them the best we can give them, right? Yes, but I'm ready for more. I think that 11 and 19 are... Yeah, yeah. we have to take a really quick break, but when we come back, let's talk about you being ready for more. We'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We are um, 19 Cats and Counting with the awesome Margaret Cho and my dazzling co-host, Linda Hall. We were just about to talk about it. You're ready for more. You're ready for more cats, Margaret? I think so. I mean, I feel like, you know, I have enough resources where there's nine litter boxes and I think there's like 30 something cat beds. Wow, you're ready. Like nine cat trees in the windows. I feel like there could be either an aging cat situation or a rescue cat situation. I definitely feel like there's room. But how do you introduce the, whenever you get a new one, how do you introduce them to the big crew? I always start mine in a separate room. I have a guest room up here. Or if I bring in two at once, which I've done, I do it in my great room and I let them get comfortable first and used to me and used to the surroundings so that they have some confidence built. And, and the smells. I'll, yeah. And the smells. I'll do scent swapping between them. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll open the door and I have certain cats that will come up like my Simon. He'll come up and he's the initial greeter. He's a very sweet, friendly cat, non-threatening. So I just let it happen with me sitting there. And then eventually when the other cat decides to come downstairs, by that time, everybody's pretty much come upstairs and met each other. I've never had any big issues. Yeah. That's I don't don't give them a choice. They have to get along. Yeah. It's true. I've worked in rescue for years, and that's why I have so many. But I'm not taking it anymore. I mean, I turned 60 this year, and there's only so much I can do. There's only so long I can be on my knees scooping 15 cat litter boxes, right? It's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I scoop every day, but then I also have two litter robots. Uh And for some reason, they only poo in the litter robots and then they pee in the rest of the boxes so i don't know why they have this like thing about like i only poo in the one that i mean i'm not crazy about the litter robots in that like i feel like it's a little unnatural for them like i don't think i would ever want to train them to poo in the actual toilet 
No, that's no, bad. They would that's like bad. It. Don't do that. I don't think they would like scratch it. or bury no. or anything. It's just so against their scratch. nature. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sorry, but there are four of us living in this house with two bathrooms. I don't need a cat on the toilet when I need to use it. Okay. <laughs> I just, I don't need to talk about resource guarding. That's my yeah. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. They are curious about it though. Like what if my little robots is right across from my toilet? So sometimes we go together and that's really spiritual because we'll look (laughs) in each other's eyes, especially Sarong and I will just stare at each other. I was just going to ask you that awkward eye contact while you're pooping. I mean, that's lovely. It's never awkward. It's like very like, it's really (laughs) spiritual because they always like turn around to look at me because usually they'll like turn and face the back. Right. But when I'm on the toilet, they'll turn around and like lock eyes. It's well, really- I know you're a captive audience. <laughs> yeah, they're very that. sweet. It's yes. very sweet. Yes, I, I never do. I can't even shut can't the door shut to go the to door, the bathroom no. because somebody oh, yeah, out no. there. And yeah, yeah. My Warren had a meow that sounded very much like hello. And he would just sit outside oh. the door and go, hello, hello. Oh. You cannot do your business. Well, there's somebody yeah. on the other side going, hello. hello. <laughs> Didn't one of my cats jump on your shoulder when you're trying yes, to go to the bathroom? Yes, yes, yes. It was a sweetie pie. So it was either sweetie pie or Simba. I was thinking it was Simba. But yes, yeah. I, I used like your a toilet thing. with your cat stole around my neck. It was, you know, it was a new Aww. thing, but I'm always open for new things. I'm good. So cute. So you're getting ready to tour again, Margaret. I understand that you use Meowtel pet sitters, right? I do. I, I sold do. my company to Meowtel. I own Just for Cats pet sitting for 17 years. And yes. I yes. sold it to them. And Sonia's just awesome. I love her. Yeah. They're in love with their cat sitter. That's and I'm, she's a real lifesaver. You know, my cat sitter is just, she's so incredible with them and they adore her. Aww. So it makes me feel really safe. And really good, you know, but I think like eventually it's something like I keep thinking, oh, maybe they'll come with me if I tour, but I don't know. I would have to get a tour bus. I would be scared. I think they would have to get used to it. Lucia goes on tour with me, the dog. But if you have three cats going on tour, we just interviewed Callie McCullough. She's a a Canadian country music singer Mm -hmm. and she got a kitten. She plans to take Kitty on the road with her. That's one clap, but with three, it would be harder. Yeah, I think it would be hard just because, you know, you would be scared if they would get out or something. But if they got used to being in the bus or something, yes, that might work out. Right. But I'm hoping like maybe at some point I'll become bi-coastal. So then if I have a place in New York, then I can just like drive in between maybe these big road trips. We'll see. But those are sort of like my ideas. But yeah, I'm touring. I do shows a lot, but usually like right now I'm just doing Fridays and Saturdays. So the rest of the week I'm home with the kitties. You're going to be in North Carolina in August a couple hours away from me. Yes. Uh, I'm going to see. We're stalking you. Nothing. Yes. You'll have to come. I would love for you to come. That would be really great. I think that it's so to me, it's just like I'm really sad to have like this whole pandemic happen because I really love doing stand up comedy. But it's also a blessing because it's allowed me to open my home to these beautiful cats. Yeah, yeah, it's been a mixed blessing for us, too. We took the opportunity to sell off the pet sitting and concentrate on the cat behavior and the development mm-hmm. of our awesome show that we love to do. We get to meet so yeah. many yes. wonderful people like you, Yeah, um, especially that you're involved with 
you know, rescue and getting the word out that, you know, there's cats and dogs out there that really need homes. So many. And I think that a lot of times now that people think, oh, because of the pandemic, everybody's adopted all the animals and shelters. That's not true. A lot of people have brought them back, Yeah, you know, because they don't realize what a huge responsibility taking on a life is. Yes. Yes. You know, and so it's still very important. And that's why I think that I need to be rescuing more animals because there's lots of space in my life for that. And I love yes. it. I well, love and you get, that. you know, again, I've got 11 cats. There's one behind me on the bed. The rest of them are having nowhere. And that was, that was my lesson being raised with dogs. Like I brought a cat home. And then I was like, you know, she said we should really have two. So we got the second one and I'm like, they're off sleeping somewhere. I want someone in my lap where, so, you know, you just keep bringing in more until you have somebody around you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> brought me to seven and then Nikki having to come home with her babies brought us to nine. You actually but, yes. had eight for a minute because yeah, I did have eight passed. for a moment. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then Warren had a stroke. So yeah. that's the other hard thing. They don't live very long. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. So difficult, but it's hard. But I think what's really um maybe since I have a lot of young cats, maybe an older kitty yeah, might definitely. be a good yeah. thing. I think that that's like another thing of like, you know, older animals need to have a chance as well. That's my exactly. heart. We're actually yes. looking to start a 501c3. We were going to do a senior cat sanctuary, but I just don't know if I could deal with all the deaths and losing them all. Mm. Um, so we're going to start doing outreach first to help other rescues and, and shelters. And, you know, who knows, we may end up with the, we've been talking about the sanctuary forever. We may end up with it. So the last few I've adopted have been seniors. Um, two, two of them are still with me. Two of them only were with me for a month before they passed. And that was hard. That's oh, hard. But then you got to have them have a great end of life, True, which is exactly. just as great as a beginning of life. You know, Agree. it's like what a treasure to be able to be with a cat as they transition. You know, yes. that's yes. such a magical it thing. Is. So, yeah. Birth I think and that's death. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the last one, and, the, and these are the kinds of people we want to help, you know, people are finding themselves, you know, people are passing away, obviously at a rapid rate, but now that COVID's here and then there's this animal, what do we do with them? And the mm-hmm. cat's 12, you know, or mm-hmm. um, we talked to a gentleman that had a senior cat with diabetes and he just couldn't keep up with her care and he was going to mm-hmm. euthanize her because he just didn't see any other choice. She was 15. So Rita took her, had her about a month before she passed Mimi, but yeah, it's, it's, and that, I had, you know, I had the original people. owners come. So we euthanized her together and she got to have everyone around her. Oh, that's nice. It it really helped them. Well, I just, it just broke my heart. Then another one, Maxwell, I took in. I had him for about a month. Somebody kicked him out. I took him in about a month, then he passed. But you're right. They got to have some love at the end, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have to suffer or die outside alone someplace. No, it's just really sad. So I think that it's really a beautiful thing to be able to offer a space for aging animals. I learned how to give injections because Sakura Kerr broke her growth plate. So she had like um, kind of a hard time healing it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, now she's back on the the cat tree and the pole. She's riding the pole (laughs) and the, um, have you talked to her about this (laughs) yeah the one fast cat wheel she's the only one that runs on that that wheel i have like that the treadmill wheel so she runs on that there's that's right across from the cat food casino because i put Uh, all these like rye food puzzles on a table so they have like a casino and then there's the gym which is the cat wheel next to it you're so So they need to know like you have to work out if you're going to eat all this food (laughs) 
have to, they have to win the food and then also work out, but only Sakakur does it. But I learned how to give injections for her leg. Uh -huh. And so I'm, I feel like I'm prepared to yeah. deal with things like that, you know, because people are often like squeamish about that sort of little level of veterinary care. I think I could do yeah. The first one is always that one of, oh my gosh, I'm stabbing my cat. But then it's, it's easy peasy. And I know. taught Linda how yeah. to do it. And she yeah. was nervous at first, but now you're fine with Nobody it. Nobody wants to stick a needle in a cat. But yeah, no. if you've done it once, you're like, okay, I got this. We're it's fine. fine. I mean, it's kind of like, I, I, I think, you know, it, it's like, we are more, it hurts us more than it hurts them. It does. Yes. Yeah. You know? So, yes. it's, but it's good to know it's to keep them healthy. It's good. Yes. She used to get, Rita used to give the diabetes injections to Mimi when she was eating and she never flinched, turned around. She just yeah. keeps eating her wet food. And it's like, yeah, she didn't know anything happened. Well, the yeah. harder thing is the sub Q fluids. That's a little harder to do. Oh, in the neck. Yeah. yeah. It's the same yeah. kind of thing with putting the needle in, but then you have to hold them still while this right. goes into them. That's the problem. Right. It's a little challenging, but I think like, you know, it's worth it for all of the of health that we can oh, give God. them, you know, yes. it's yeah, definitely and them the best. Yes. yes. So, so what I else are you involved with these days, Margaret? I am just doing a lot of like stuff. I'm doing a lot of voiceover stuff. I'm doing a lot of like scooping mm -hmm. and ear cleaning. And nail yeah. cutting, you know, yeah. that means there's like what uh, 28 nails, <laughs> there's like, so I have to cut so yeah, many 30, nails. 30, <laughs> there's so many nails that I have to cut every day because this for Sphinx cats, their nails grow twice as fast. Do they really? Yeah, wow. they grow so fast so that I have to clip them, but I don't want to uh, Pareto anybody. Yeah. So that I never restrain any of my cats anytime. So I can just get <laughs> one or two nails at a time. We do that. Yeah, there's yes. like a nail cutter. This is my this is my grooming station. Nice. So there's, uh, you are so sad. Toothpaste and Q-tips and eye wipes and little things because they also get blackheads sometimes. Uh -huh. So yeah. I have to like do like toner on their face. Yeah. And yeah. so I get like one or two nails and there's like so nail cutters on every surface. Yeah. Like, if they're like still, I'll get a nail here and a yes. nail there. That's smart. We have that. There's some it, sitting at my husband's desk. And when somebody jumps up, he's like, one nail on Baca, you know, and then we're on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's the toothbrushing. Like Uju likes toothbrushing and Lucia doesn't mind it. But the other two are like not having it. And yeah. So that's, I can get one tooth and yeah. then yeah. it's over. Yeah. It's the, the back teeth I'm still working on. Better one than none. And you keep working on it and they get more used to it. And yeah, especially do you give them a special treat after you do it? Yeah, I give them like a churu, like oh, a little yes. bit of a churu. There's actually a Japanese those. toothbrush that I got that has you put a churro inside oh, and then the toothbrush is on the outside nice. and then they chew it and then the toothbrush yes. massages their teeth and gums. Nice. I mean, it's kind of messy because the churro sort of gets everywhere, but they will accept that. Okay. Whatever they you will may accept. do that, mom. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever they will yeah. accept. That's I think they will accept it. That's a huge misconception. People come to us. They want us to tell them how to discipline their cat to make them stop doing this thing. And it's like, no, it's you all psychology. You have to make the cat not want to because it's that's all right. about the cat. Some things okay. they'll just like do like I put tinfoil on the kitchen counters because they were like jumping up there. But then yeah. like Uju's just sitting in there because he likes tinfoil. <laughs> So, you know, there's some things you just, you just can't, I mean, the only thing that uh, really scares me is that I don't like them to get near the stove. Right. So what I do when I'm cooking is I put them on this side of the house mm -hmm. and yeah. then when the stove is cooled down, then they can go to that side because yes. I can't figure out, like I tried the um, S-cat 
Yeah. yeah. Air sprayer. I was going to suggest that. Yep. Didn't work. Well, the deaf one, Sakura Kirk, kept shutting it off and then didn't know what it was and couldn't <laughs> hear it. But she would feel the air and yeah. she would just be like curious. And so she kept setting it off. <laughs> and so they would just be out. So we went through so a whole can in two hours and they didn't really. And the other ones actually it worked for the other ones. But with Sakura Kirk kept setting it off. So then then it would be out and then they would just be up there anyway. So yeah. it doesn't really bother me. And I have a way that I can cook without them being in there. And sure. I don't care if they're on there all the time. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, Linda, I gave up that fight a long time ago. Linda it's and I hard. used some um, that that's. The spiky stuff. Do you have it near you? Oh, I have uh, the like, uh, it's like a runner, a rug runner. It's but similar, I put the, yes, but it's spiky. Yeah. Yes, yes. I keep this this piece handy to talk to clients because, yeah, it's made to like put in your flower garden or your vegetable garden to keep the animals yes. out. But yeah, it also keeps them off because yeah. Rita, when she bought her new home, bought herself a really fancy, smart 65 inch TV yeah. that the cats knocked down in two weeks. Oh, and killed. I had it yeah. two weeks. Yeah, she's still mourning the TV because mm-hmm. I keep bringing it up probably. But, you know, and so as soon as that happened, I bought that stuff and put it underneath my TV on the dresser. Oh life. yeah. Smart. I put that where I keep the cat, the wand cat toys. I have yes. like a cabinet there. And since they're so tall, I can't put them in the cabinet. So I put it on top of the, put the spike mat on top of the cabinet. So they don't knock over the wand toys to get them. Yeah. So I think I should try to figure out how to store them. I wish that there was some kind of like, maybe like a big umbrella stand mm-hmm. that they couldn't tip over. That would probably be good. But the spike mat sort of keeps them away from the wand toys. And it's not fun if mommy's not playing with them anyway. So that's true. Yeah. If you're not going to make a fuss, it's really not worth doing. Yeah. I just don't want them to get wound up in it. Tangled up. Exactly. Tangled up in it. Exactly. But they're very, they're good about not going up there. That's good. Um, And then for the kitchen, like I put a huge cat tree in the kitchen so they could watch me cooking. So that helps a little bit too. Yes. Yeah. If they want to be where you are, you know. Yes. They do. Rita Rita has this bonus room over her garage and she made it the cat room. No one's in there because she's not in there. Right. It's like, I told her you need to turn that into, I don't know, a studio or something. But, you know. I do. That's the plan. Yes, it's wasted space. The cats couldn't care less because there's when I feel comfortable letting people in the house again because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's I'm not comfortable yet. Not yet. Right. Right. Yeah, it's still going. So you worry about that, Margaret? When you're you're going to start touring again, you're going to be out and about. Definitely. I I worry about the audience. Like I just don't want anybody to get sick there. Right. Yeah. So I'm still very cautious about everything. And, yeah. you know, I've definitely been very um, kind of conservative. Like every place I go now and do shows, everybody's wearing a mask in the audience, Good. which mm-hmm. is great. Good. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. I'm very cautious about it. I'm very nervous about anybody getting sick. I mean, I'm triple vaccinated. I want to get a fourth vaccine. I want all the vaccinations. I want. I don't blame you. I mean, <laughs> I got an arm here. I got an arm here. I got a couple legs. Like. Yeah, I, I, I got the J and J, and I hear now I'm going to need two boosters. So, mm-hmm. but the J and J I heard is very good if, like, the longer you have it, the more uh-huh. antibodies grow. After oh, well, that's good. All so right. that's that's the advantage of Johnson Johnson. I know they all have different mm-hmm. advantages. Also, yeah. if you get an mRNA after you get the J and J, you have exponential immunity. Yes after that. So it's definitely, it's definitely good. Yeah. So in a way it's a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Linda lost her son-in-law to COVID at the beginning of all this. 
So hard. You know, it is. And it was, you know, I, of course we miss them every day and it's devastating, but I'm just, it's not just us, you know, you can't throw something without hitting somebody who's lost somebody, you know, to COVID. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's everywhere. And people have lost, you know, both their parents at the same time or their whole family or, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking. So, you know, we, we are not alone and, uh, you know. Yeah, another reason we love our cats, though. Yeah, we'll get through it because we have cats. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. How crazy would you be, Rita? You live alone. If you didn't have your cats, you'd be losing your mind. (laughs) We assume she lives alone. That that. No, I was talking to you, sweetheart. Oh, me. I know you live alone. I live alone. No, I. I live. I live alone too. I love you too. Yeah. Well, with the animals. Well, yeah. So you're never alone. Sometimes I'd I'd like to kick my other family members out and try living alone for a while, but that is not the case. Just one one day without somebody constantly on my lap, but I would miss it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We go on trips somewhere and we're at a hotel and the first night it's like, nobody's going to bother me. Nobody's going to wake me. We are cat free. And the next night we're like, can we borrow some cats for the hotel room until we, you know, actually the next morning I'm like, where's my cat pictures from my cat sitter. I know. I know. That's why I love um, my cat sitters that she sends them right away. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like and multiple videos. I mean, I like I think it's it's, it's unusual that nobody's come to sit on my lap because usually they don't even let me cross my legs because there'll be one on each leg. Of course. I understand that completely. Yeah. Oh, she's, it's hysterical to watch her. You know, they will literally line up. Like she's laying on the bed they on do. her side one time when I was there and there's somebody here and somebody here. And there's literally a train of cats beautiful. like waiting Aww. to take their turn That's to beautiful. get up to mom's face. It, it was, Aww. I took the picture just seeing all the cats. And then I looked at the picture and I was like, they're lined up. <laughs> look, Aww. look, <laughs> waiting Love. their turn, except for Picasso and Brownie. Cause they're both still semi-fair. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else. Yeah. 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 You're going to make me cry because I love them so much. I know. They're so beautiful. That's so great. It is. It really is. We love our babies. Yes. Yes. So where can people find out about your tour and where you're going and all of that? They can find out at margaretcho.com. Also, I have a lot of cat and dog videos on TikTok at the Margaret Cho and at Margaret underscore Cho on Instagram. There's much cat and dog content on those I follow you there. I've seen. Yes. Oh, good. I love it. Yes. Yes. Also Twitter at Margaret Cho on Twitter too. So Ah, there's lots of stuff. There you go. Good. Yeah. So then they can get your tour schedule and everybody can come see you and whatever you're doing next. You seriously shocked me on the mass singer. I was like, she's got a killer voice. (laughs) Like I fell in love with you as an actress, American girl. I was so angry that that didn't get a second season. And then, and then moved to your stand up, And then I'm like, she can, sing and (laughs) (laughs) well thank you very much you got it all girl keep us in mind if you ever need any behavior help we're happy to give you a session for free i would love that thank you so much yes Yes. i'm sure i will i will be hitting you up at some point for sure and if you've got something coming up you want to blast out you are welcome back anytime because i can keep you you talking for days but mark will start giving me faces and tell me shut up (laughs) well i'm such a fan of yours and so thank you so much for putting out such great content for cat lovers well we are huge fans of yours and i'm so grateful that you came on our show it's Thank so you. honoring to hear you say that you're a fan know. of ours. I'm a big fan. You, Pet Life Radio. Yes. Molly. Yes. Zeus. That's not your food. <laughs> I know that's not your show, but it's still, it's the ad that I always hear on your show. It is. It is. It is. Yes. Yes. And I Mark, to- 
Mark Winner, our amazing <laughs> owner and producer and everything at Pet, he is Pet Life Radio. He makes all those those little jingles and he's a songwriter. And Well, we have to thank Mark for giving us the space on Pet Life Radio. We're so appreciative. As always, I always thank my awesome BFF, Linda Hall. I can't my thank you enough, always. Margaret, for coming on the show. You're thank welcome you. back anytime. Thank you so much. Yes, we love you. Love you. Love thank you too. You. Thanks. Everyone, every day is Catterday. Don't forget. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.